0: Today, we got our first look inside the crew's compartment, which is now becoming visible, part of a lengthy preservation project. Researchers are closer to understanding how it sank. Here's News 2's Laura Smith with more.
1: The Hunley is an extreme mystery because it's a unique uh,
0: vessel. There was no other uh, boat or submarine like it. This mystery has gone on for over a century. Hello, welcome to another episode of Lines Led by Donkeys podcast. Nick is back. Yes, let's get weird. Nick is back from the land of the rising sun. How was Japan, dude? Uh, the area we were in, won't say what
1: city or what camp we were in, but if Japan had an Alabama, you were off like the that main. I- you were like off the main island, yeah. right?
0: Yeah, middle of nowhere
1: type stuff pretty much yeah but uh honestly really good food yeah some some of the stuff i'm not gonna say everything (laughs) but fried oysters shouldn't be a thing we have fried oysters here they're not good here either exactly so i was like maybe they're different no still the same terrible
0: consistency gooey inside you know i like regular oysters yeah they're really good i love it and even though they have the consistency of snot they're they're pretty good um um and I think we're I don't think we've ever done this before where I wrote an entire script uh and you're coming in totally cold. Like you don't even know the topic. No, I don't. And I did this um because I think it's probably one of the weirder subjects we've ever done. Um and it's also our first time ever going to the Civil War. Um and I know I, I kind of don't like talking about the Civil War because it's one of those the Civil War to me is a lot like World War II, where you have so many armchair generals, and if you get somebody's like jacket color wrong in a description they're gonna light up your fucking email and call you a charlatan and a fraud i know people like that i do too um and you know i'm i don't have a particular war that i study i am a history major i study them all but um i don't feel that way about anything like if i play like a video game or or read or look at a painting like his pants are the wrong color i used to be that way i'm not gonna fill my fucking diaper over it man i used to be that way well, I, you came from the reenactor world. I, I can imagine that as, like, their brand is being uniform Nazis. While also in being s- actual Nazis. Stitch Nazis <laughs> is what they
1: were called. Stitch Nazis. Count every thread. Oh, God, that's annoying. God, and even the good World War II movies that I liked were terrible in
0: their eyes. I remember you lightened me up because I said I like Saving Private Ryan for that exact reason.
1: I like Saving Private Ryan. There, if you look at it as a, re- as a reenactor, it's kind of terrible. Oh, god!
0: But it, I like Saving Pretty Ryan. <laughs> is it because it reminds you of the time you almost drowned while serving My Chemical Romance? I didn't. <laughs> it was some little fucking 40-year-old. We're going to have to post that video again on Twitter now that yeah. our podcast is actually popular so yeah. more people can see it. Um, what was this song called? God, you should know this. I really should. You're, you're doing a horrible job serving the Black Parade. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have to start off this episode by, uh, I'm going to ask you, what do you know about submarines? Submarines? Yeah. Probably nothing. I, I know nothing about submarines. Red October. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, neither one of us would ever claim to be maritime experts or historians. No. Uh, everything I know... Everything I know about this episode, I learned through research. I didn't, I literally went into this only knowing a little bit. I'm blind. Yeah. Um So if you were to guess when when submarines entered military service, what would you think? See, I know I've seen some shit on the Civil War. Yeah, I know I've seen some of that. Yeah. Um, so you're you're right and that. That's the first. That, but that's also not the first war they actually entered in American history. The first one ever was. uh during the Revolutionary War, what the fuck? <laughs> and we'll talk about that. And there, there's there's some semantic arguments here about what's a submarine and what isn't. Um, the vast so all the way up until uh, the first couple, they were semi-submersible. Like so they'd float on the surface of the water like a turd in the toilet, and and the vast majority of them would be under under the water. But you could like they weren't all the way underwater. What is a submarine? So a submarine is I mean, for a lack of uh, of an in-depth explanation it is a boat that goes completely underwater. Okay. Um now obviously they have like conning towers and um you know periscopes and stuff that can look over the water um which is how the vast majority of these uh, early ones when they worked is how they found their way and they most of the time just got lost and Caught in oh. currents, yeah. There, it was a total clusterfuck. I mean, they didn't have a solid grasp of the concept of, le- of electricity yet, so this is kind of out of their wheelhouse. But some of them kind of succeeded in being submarines, and some of them only succeeded in being suicide bombers. But we'll t- we'll get there. Um, so uh, to talk about the the first submarine uh, in military service in North America, the first true submarine in military service in North America, and the first time that a submarine sank an enemy warship, we have to travel all the way back to the 1800s in the American Civil War and talk about a guy named Horace Lawson Hunley. Um, should we know that Hunley was not an engineer, nor was he a ship captain or anything to do with that sector of the world? So he did submarine stuff, right? He did. Uh, he. Had, um, I guess this is an era where weapons developers didn't really have to have and education in the school that they were working in. Um, but cause he started, so he was born in Tennessee in 1823 and moved to new Orleans where he would spend the, the, the most of the rest of his life. And he was elected to state legislator, uh, meaning he would actually have a pretty large part in the secession movement in the South leading to the outbreak of the American civil war in 1861. So uh, not only do we have to thank him for the first functioning submarine in American military service, we can thank him for a lot of the war that he would serve in. So go fuck yourself, Hunley. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Uh, if you notice, none of the things that I listed about Hunley's life, none of those things was engineer, sailor, or anything to do with, say, building a fucking boat. So he just kind of like... He had money. Uh, oh. So that that, that worked. Uh, but he didn't have enough money. He ended up finding other rich board people who... Uh, wanted to serve the new confederacy, but wouldn't do such thing as like going and actually fighting. Right. Just like, you know, you have money. That's for the poors to do. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So uh, before we get into that, we have to talk a little bit about Hunley uh, and who he worked for, and uh, that is the Navy of the Confederate States of America. Um, Not a lot of people talk about the CSA's Navy, and that's for uh, a good reason. Um, There's a few... Little fun facts that poke up um, from the Civil War's uh, Navy theater. And most of them are the fact that um, uh, the Confederates uh, and the Union uh, both invented ironclads, um, yes. which are really weird boats. that Didn't really see a lot of action or use outside of the Civil War. Um, but we'll get to that point because... Uh, The CSA is in a huge shadow. Uh, Everybody talks about the land war, but not the naval war. Uh, And and the Union also had a really effective blockade on the Confederate States of America. So it kind of made the CSA's Navy largely pointless. Uh, Most of their missions were based around trying to break that blockade and failing pretty spectacularly every single time. That's awesome. I don't know nothing of any sea shit yeah there was also a, another point where um, the cSA was trying because they lacked shipbuilding they uh facilities which they ended up capturing, which we'll talk about um, they lacked uh a military naval aristocracy because like when the two nations broke apart um unlike west Point where like all those officers could take their expertise and fuck off South and be like, I'm a Confederate now. You could do that in the Navy, but it's not like they could take their boats with them. Yeah. Like, so you have, they had a, an abundance of naval knowledge, but like no fucking boats. So it's, it's worthless. I have this knowledge. Where's my boat? Yeah. See that plank right there? Yeah. That's and, it. And, you know, for the war, for war fighting at the time, you could fight a pretty effective war with uh substandard soldiers let's say if you had a, a pretty decent officer to command them around uh not so much in the navy uh you needed uh, a boat that was worth a shit you need so for that you need all the logistics that went with that and then you needed traded seamen which they didn't have either uh at one point of the war uh they actually ended up um outsourcing that to england because england was fucking around with possibly accepting the confederacy yeah and there was a boat that was commissioned of Liverpool under the CSA's flag that was commanded and staffed by nothing but Englishmen. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, hmm. And the last CSA naval ship to uh, surrender and give its colors over was actually over in England as well. Really? Yeah. So that's it, crazy. It's a really weird sector in um the in the Civil War. But uh, so when. The secession happened, and the Confederacy was established, and they established their navy. Um, they're they're at a pretty big disadvantage. Um, they had a fleet of about thirty ships, uh, of about only half were seaworthy, so they they only could use about fifteen. The rest are deadlines. The rest are completely pointless. Um, and the Union had over a hundred, so the Union wasn't exactly a naval power. But like in comparison, they could over fu- them. Fuck yeah. yeah, they could fucking curb stomp the CSA, and they did. I mean, that's how they established their blockades. Um, the Union's main naval approach was the blo- was the blockade, and it worked. Uh, their overwhelming superiority of the CSA navy should have sealed a very quick and violent death for their fleet of fourteen ships, but it didn't. And a lot of that had more to do with the Union Army in the beginning of the war being totally incompetent. Um, uh, one of those fuck ups effectively built the entire CSA Navy. Uh, so on April 20th, 1861, the union fled Gosport Naval yard in Virginia and the, uh, Confederate forces just kind of walked right into it. Uh, they retreated so quickly, they forgot to take any supplies with them and left all of it to the Confederates. This included guns, powder, entire ships, and uh, a frigate named the USS Merrimack. And that was what the the hull of the Merrimack is, what the CSA used to build their first ironclad out of. Um, but more importantly, uh, they left entire dry docks and shipyards totally intact to build just churn out ships for the Confederates. So you see that as a fuck up. Power move. Big dick energy yeah. from the north. Yeah. See, it's so easy to beat them. We're going to have to give them all this <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah, that would probably make more sense than what they did. Uh, so the iron, so a little uh, briefing on the ironclads, even though we're not talking about them. I, I imagine we can't talk about uh, the Civil War's naval uh, naval warfare. Talking a little bit about ironclads, um, they were the first armored steam-powered ships ever built. Um, they're pretty revolutionary despite some pretty serious flaws and they could eat the wooden boats that the vast majority of the navies were made out of, uh, just by running into them. And that's actually how the Merrimack, uh, was designed as an ironclad was just to run into shit. <laughs> yeah. They just built a fucking steam powered naval battering ram. I kind of want to know how fast they go. Not super fast, but so, faster than the wind. It's true. So just rams into shit. I that's mean they really all... they had guns too but like uh when they talked about like blockade running they legitimately meant running the blockade <laughs> that's fucking awesome uh yeah um, it turns out however that innovation in the 1800s so like um the CSA never Came close to matching the Union Navy. But what they did do was uh, they just kept innovating. Um, it, and this isn't like a naval genius type shit. It's like we can't win them and we, we can't beat them in open war. So we're going to just throw enough shit to the wall and see what sticks. One of those things was the quest for some sweet, sweet submarines. I'm, I'm imagining a submarine right now around yeah. that time. It just kind of looked like a giant turd. It looked like a duke.
1: I feel like it'd be a whiskey barrel. And they just stick some dude in it and be like, So that
0: was the first one. Uh, Yes, during during the Revolutionary War. I mean, hypothetically, it wasn't a whiskey barrel, but it was designed as a barrel. Like it was even sweet. It was even built like a barrel with like one planks being bent into like the iron uh, um, strips there. Yeah. Um, But. I mean it's kind of weird that America of all places was who was never a naval power during this time and especially not during the Revolutionary War where our Navy was like oh, yeah. three dudes and some pirates um, uh, we were kind of the hotbed for early submarine warfare and then, I mean I, I, hotbed is kind of a strong word but I mean we were doing it and it was to mix the results at best um, and that one in the Revolutionary War is called the Turtle um, and it, saw, uh, it was built around 1775 and it was built by a guy named David Bushnell it was meant to sneak up alongside Royal Navy vessels and then uh, plant uh, explosives to them and then slowly escape. The turtle. Yeah. Uh, Sweet. Because, I mean, run away oh, isn't an accurate description. This thing barely moved. It was, it was moved by a hand crank. Oh. Which is how every other submarine would move that we're going to talk about today, too. But this is one guy. Um, it was some sergeant. It was not the guy who built the goddamn thing. That'd be fucking great. I'll prove that it works. Yeah. Um, I mean, the turtle was made mostly out of wood and brass. And since nobody had an idea what the hell they were doing, uh, they put it together like a barrel, like you like you said. Um, it was held in place by iron hoops. It was propelled by a hand crank, and that thing was controlled. So the guy who was ro- running the goddamn barrel submarine had to find out where he was going without any kind of... Uh, naval compass or maps or anything because it's too goddamn small um, while also propelling the boat with a hand crank and it, all while not getting lost he was also the guy who had attached the explosives this dude's getting cornholed yeah it, it doesn't end well um, they quickly learn that operating a sunken barrel with some bike pedals and uh, trying to attach a bomb to ships all while fighting ocean currents is really fucking hard Every mission the turtle went on was a failure and everybody just kind of quit and walked away from it. <sighs> Though unlike uh, all the other boats we're going to talk about, nobody died trying to get this thing to work. Really? Yeah. Uh, it was kind of like, oh, well, we're going to chuck it out in the water a couple times. Oh, it didn't work. Let's move on because, you know, we have to actually fight to Later. survive. Yeah. Uh, which brings us back to our boy Hunley. Uh, now the CSA may have been forward thinking when it came to naval warfare, but even they thought Hunley was nuts and nobody would give him any money. Uh, like he wasn't a commissioned naval officer or anything like that. Uh, he didn't. Actually, like work for any of the, you know, machinations of the military for the CSA. He was just some guy who really wanted to build a submarine. Yeah, he just had the money, yeah. like you said. Yeah. And he just wanted <laughs> to That's fucking great. Yeah. He wanted, oh he God. was going to buy his own Navy. <laughs> I feel like you probably could have. Uh, he tried. Uh, so Hunley watched as the Union launched their first submarine of the war, uh, the USS Alligator. Uh, and he decided if the CSA wasn't to give him any money, he'd just build the goddamn thing himself. Why the alligator? Well, it was the first one that, um, it was the first of the boats that come out during the war and it was actually commissioned into the union Navy. Um, unlike all the boats that Hunley built, um, this one actually had like government blessing and the, the alligator was a total failure. Did it Um, look like an alligator? No, it looked like a giant Duke. it's just for the name. It's the, yeah, it's the alligator. It floats just just below the surface. It wasn't a semi-smurseful. It could actually uh, go all the way underwater. Um, but to figure out how to make that work, it had like a giant 20 foot long snorkel that had to like bring air down into it. Um, and the same snorkel, you could like, so, like climb up the snorkel to attach. Cause you know, it's not like they had fucking propelled torpedoes, right? Yeah. Um, they still all operate under the theory. They're going to sneak up to naval boats and then attach explosives to them. Um, and you're going to do this through a giant fucking sea ladder. And uh, but the, the alligator just didn't work. Um, after its tests, everybody said it was a complete fucking failure. And then it sank before they could actually fix any of them. And they just left it. Uh, <laughs> but that still motivated Hundley. Uh I don't know if he knew about persistent, the, Yeah. And I don't know if he knew about it failing because I don't think the union like, oh, you know, that revolutionary idea we had total fuck up. We're just going to move on. Yeah, this um, thing sucks. Also, the the union didn't really need it for the war. They probably just got it just because,
1: like, oh, that name sounds fucking sweet, the alligator? Fuck yeah. yeah. And they're like, what was this? I
0: think they're operating under the same idea, like, uh, going back to our Iran-Iraq series. They're like, this is really cool. We, we need this. Yeah. Like, even though it's completely pointless like for the war effort. The supply guy flipping through the catalog, like, we don't need this, but fucking sounds cool. And, I mean, at the time, this... Um, submarines were only good for sneaking up on stationary ships. They couldn't chase a ship. They didn't go fast enough, and the only place ships are going to be stationary is, like, holding a blockade, which is what they were doing, not the Confederates. There's a submarine on our six, evasive maneuvers. Yeah. Just gently float in a different direction because yeah. this thing is literally moving at one man power on a, on a fucking crank. Ooh, one man power. It's not even going in horsepower. Um, that stopped... Um, so, that, that stopped the Union from coming up with Submarines, but it didn't stop Hunley. Hunley um teamed up with a couple of the rich dudes, one named James McClintock, another named Baxter Watson. And just going off his name, I'm going to assume Baxter was just somebody's dog they brought with them. <laughs> he like, knows he, about naval stuff. Like Baxter from Anchorman. <laughs> uh, See, he's wearing a sea hat. Look yeah. at him. He's and cute. He's got, him. he's got a tiny little captain's hat. Look yeah, at that's adorable. Look at him go. But like he's a Confederate dog, so he owned <laughs> dog slaves. Uh, so together with their forces combined they bankrolled the construction of the Pioneer the first ever submarine in the Confederacy Um, and now if replicas are anything to go off of um, the Pioneer looked like a giant traffic cone with a propeller yeah these names swear to god I guess the Pioneer makes sense. They're pioneering the idea of submarine warfare and their horrible racist secession state. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, not not really anything's known about its testing other than it must have done a little better than the alligator uh, because Humley and his friends were going to tow it somewhere else for further testing. Uh, but the Union Army's advance to New Orleans scared the shit out of them. So they just sank the Pioneer and ran for it. What the fuck? <laughs> And yeah, they're afraid it's going to fall in it. Like, this glorious piece of technology is just so good, it can't fall in the Union hands. the Union's going to look at it and go, okay, yeah, but just they, keep going. Well, the Union immediately found the goddamn thing. They're like, oh, look, a submarine. I don't, like, somebody told them yeah, they were floating this fucking <laughs> traffic cone out there. Look, it failed. So, the Union raised it up uh, from the seabed and uh, examined it for, you know, they might use it to build a new one. Uh, instead, they decided it's a giant piece of shit and sold it for scrap. So, they, maybe they weren't on a onto a whole lot made ho- a whole five dollars off it yeah it's probably made of shitty fucking wood and like you can buy one rifle with this <laughs> <laughs> worth it yeah hunley was not deterred uh even though he probably should have been uh the boys moved their workshop to alabama and quickly got to work building another submarine this one called the american diver um using what they learned from the pioneer uh Mostly that powering these goddamn things through a hand crank sucks ass and they should look at new ideas. Yeah. Um, so they came up with uh, the idea of using electrical motors and steam engines uh, to power the thing. That's where all their money went pretty much. And not only did they nearly go bankrupt, neither one of those things worked in a submarine. Um, <laughs> so they all, said all the hand crank anyway.
1: All we could do is uh, buy the engine. Uh, can't afford the actual wood now.
0: Yeah. It's just some asshole with a steam engine. Uh <laughs> So they came up with a giant hand crank that has to be turned by four different people on unison uh, with a fifth piloting the damn thing. That's uh, going to be a musty submarine. And it's tiny. Like submarines oh, are big man. now yeah. for, for crew. But like imagine how small people were back then. Now imagine this thing's all built out of fucking like bolted together wood and steel and it's being cranked. like it- By
1: four smelly
0: dudes. Yeah before like regular
1: bathing was commonplace (laughs) oh god and in southern men yeah yeah Ooh, that's got some spice to it it just smells like sweet tea and grits
0: (laughs) (laughs) grits are fucking disgusting Uh, yeah i like grits but only if there's like it's like shrimp and grits i can only like it when it's
1: cheese grits with shrimp in it
0: yeah. It, it basically just, masked the grits. Just imagine that, except that's what all their taints looked like after oh, hours, just God. hours of hours of hand cranking this gross fucking submarine in Alabama. I mean in the in like disgusting southern humidity in this heated metal tube just churning away in their wool pantaloons. Ugh. Oh. mm mm Mm-mm. Speaking, we got dinner later. Uh, yeah, we do. It's not going to be Cheesy balls and pantaloons, either. We don't know that yet. That's true. We haven't been in the kitchen. Uh, but it, even with four dudes cranking this thing, uh, it barely would go um, faster than the current would take them. So sometimes they'd just be cranking their ass off. They'd still be moving in the wrong direction. It's usually it's just pointless. Yeah, they, they, they invented a, a, a buoy, this is what they invented. They, they invented a buoy with people it's inside. It's like
1: a, the flip flop I lost when I was a child in the ocean, just floating away.
0: Sure. <laughs> That's what I see it as. Congratulations on your uh, commission into the Confederate Navy. Yes. <laughs> you invented the CSS flip flop. Um, that probably should have stopped them uh, from going forward again. Um, also, it should have stopped testing. Or in this case, it should have stopped them from attempting to attack a Union blockade. Yeah. Didn't do any of those things. Persistent. Um, yeah, I like it. They they strapped it up full of bombs, and they uh, decided to try to run the blockade in the Mobile Bay in Alabama. Um, the crew, which included all of the ship's inventors and some random sailors they invented in joining them, did not even get a chance to attack anything. So I don't know if you want to consider it a total failure in comparison to how things fail later on. Um, the diver was hit by waves and bad weather as soon as it set out to sea, which caused it to sink. All the crew managed to escape though. Isn't it supposed to sink? Uh, Yeah, but like only a little bit. Okay, only a little bit. Only a little bit of sinking. Uh, I feel like they'd still be able to see it like, hey, look at that thing under the water. You would think that. um, And this would be actually the last time anybody would, uh, any of Hunley's inventions would fail and nobody would die. Uh, (laughs) Really? Yeah. Yeah. all in all, in all Hunley killed a lot of people. Who trusts this asshole? A lot of people. A lot of people tr- trust a rich guy in a... He's gr- making it rain on a, him. In a gross plantation state, it turns out. Hey. Uh, I
1: mean... Whatever floats your submarine,
0: I guess. Maybe they just didn't tell. I mean, it's not like you, you could like post on Facebook, like, LOL, this Hunley guy's submarine sucks <laughs> dicks. Like, <laughs> all you to do is get rid... Yeah. All you gotta do is get rid of the old crew and get new ones. No one's gonna tell them. Relatable. Um, This would also be the last time Watson and McClintock would join Hunley in his efforts. After two failed attempts and nearly dying, they decided to get the fuck out of the submarine game. You know what they say? Submarine game don't play. They do. I don't think so. I don't think there's a submarine game unless you're fucking Hunley. Pretty sure I heard it in school. Yeah. The submarine hustle. (laughs) Dude, the hustle. Keep going. (laughs) <laughs> uh not Hunley though. He he wouldn't give up. He, his dream of a slavery powered submarine would come true. What?
1: <laughs> Is that he, a thing? Uh no. No, well, he, I feel like that could have been
0: in the it, back it of his head It probably would have been. If it succeeded like if uh the CSA would have pumped out a couple submarines, it definitely would have been powered by slaves eventually. Yeah. Uh I mean they eventually they end up putting slaves in their army. So it didn't That's really true. Uh, given enough time. Um just when he tried getting out of the submarine game, pulled him back in. And that's now Hunley on his own bankrolled a third submarine. Uh because the costs were to be kept low, because remember he doesn't have the two other people to pour their money into yeah. it. Uh, it was not an original design. And by that mean the hall was gonna be built to have an old steam boiler someone had thrown out. <laughs> what that's right he's gonna build a privately funded submarine for a racist rebel army made out of garbage i can't imagine that shit
1: like he's going down like on his horse he's like holy fuck that drum right there
0: i could cram five people in that (laughs) motherfucker
1: that's a submarine
0: right there if i squint hard enough i could kill people with that
1: squint hard
0: enough and tilt my head that's a submarine that's right uh, the boat was designed to be a crew of eight, seven to turn the hand-cranked propeller, and one to steer and direct we the boat. We're just at
1: four or seven now? Yeah.
0: He's, he's shoving more. All See, right. The, people, the problem with the other submarines is there wasn't enough people shoved inside of it. <laughs> Keep the same space. Shove we'll yeah. more people in it. And yeah, he learned a lot from his other submarine failures. Like, each end was equipped with ballast tanks that could be flooded by valves and pumped dry by hand pumps. So, like, it could submerge and then hypothetically it could surface for a vigorous hand pumping. I feel like if it worked, if it worked, this would happen. Um, extra ballast was to be used by iron weights bolted to the underside of the hull. So in the event, the submarine needed additional buoyancy in to rise in the case of emergency, the iron weights could be removed by unscrewing the heads of the bolt from inside the vessel. So like it was an attempt, the first attempt at rapid surfacing, like now, um, Uh, You can see the videos of like submarines leaping out of the ocean, almost like the emergency surfacing. Dude,
1: I love seeing that shit when they break through the ice.
0: Uh, This one was just a whole bunch of sweaty guys in a tube rapidly trying to unscrew weights. Uh, Again, theoretically, it might work. Honestly, I feel like he had that whole... What you think it is,
1: and then reality.
0: Yeah, yeah. He had the idea of what a submarine looks like today, but instead he had a shitty old <laughs> yeah, he's steam just boiler. At
1: a fucking nuclear sub in his head, he's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: almost there as he looks at this like steam boiler that's thrown and seven out. Seven smelly dudes, he's like close. Yeah. I picked this up on a curb outside of my neighbor's plantation. Uh the boat was equipped with two watertight hatches. Again, hypothetical watertight hatches type hatches uh which he did not quite figure out yet but he had the idea of them uh one was forward and one was in the back um so regardless of again hypothetically regardless of where you were in the boat you could escape every crewman's gonna be issued a
1: some gum just in case it starts
0: sinking (laughs) some gum and some caulking (laughs) go ahead and put stick it on (laughs) any part that starts leaking here have some duct tape that hasn't been invented yet wait so it's leaking. Try shoving some sleeves into it. <laughs> um, so there'd be a short conning tower. That was the whole um, navigation system was of and by navigation system. I mean, some dude's eyes was going to be ran from. It. I, I really kind of hope it's
1: just some dude on the inside. He goes, I got this. So he like gets his finger swipes like the fucking inside of the hole and like licks it and then puts it in the air. We're going the right course. We're on the right yeah. course. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what it was. I mean, they didn't really have anything resembling technology in there. Like, dials didn't exist yet. Computers certainly didn't exist. There's, I hope they drew some shit on there. like And a, a fucking compass wouldn't work because they're in a metal tube. That's why I hope they drew that on, like, a compass. They're like, oh, still going north for good. <laughs> yeah. the, the whole navigation system was just some asshole sitting in a chair looking out of a tiny window. With some chalk, and you'd be like, oh, change that. Now, I've never jumped in Mobile Bay in Alabama, but I can imagine if I'm underwater in a steam boiler (laughs) full of my friends. You're going to miss your cousins at that point. I I assume they brought their cousin wives with them. Ooh. And, like, you're looking out of a shitty, like, leaking glass hole to try to figure out where you're going. Visibility's bad. I imagine visibility's not very good. Ugh. (laughs) If you're picking up what we're putting down here is that this subreddit sucks ass and they're about to jump in it. Are you swallowing what we're nutting? Oh God, I hope you are oh no don't don't do that. We might as well be drinking ah uh, yeah eggnog and and old crow is not the best way to drink. It's really not old crow. It's kind of really spicy in the throat Zesty <laughs> zesty It's, it's what your mom said oh <laughs> all right, um. So, uh, the, the idea of this, uh, conning tower also made, uh, entrance and egress out of the boat rapidly, pretty much impossible. Like the, the portholes that people used to get out were really fucking small, even for shitty old submarines. And this will become a, a little problematic later. That's awesome. Everything <laughs> about this sucks. <laughs> I made this death trap. You want to go out floating with me? When you go tubing with your boys. Uh, Yeah, this is like if your friend made his own tube, but like then lined it with nitroglycerin and and razor blades and is like, you want to go hit the lake? Nah, Steve, I'm good. All right, you're gonna miss out. So in 1863, the boat was ready for demonstration. And by demonstration, I mean a live operation. They're just going to cut right to the chase. That's fucking awesome. The CSA was pretty actually pretty excited about this version of Hunley's Mad Submarine Dream and sent a Confederate admiral named Frank Buchanan to go watch. And the reason why they sent Confederate Admiral Frank Buchanan is because he was the only admiral in the entire CSA's navy. <laughs> so, uh Buchanan, uh being the only Admiral in the Navy, was only promoted that rank after the war began, so the Navy might actually look like a real Navy by having an Admiral in it. We got one of these. Yeah. yeah. Uh, The demonstration for the boat was to go out and attack a Union coal boat, and it was like just a flat barge full of coal. It wasn't like a warship. Uh, The coal boat was unprotected and unarmed, and the submarine did not sink or damage it in hardly any way. Uh, But the test was considered a success. I
1: feel like it probably just like Bounced off it. Kind of. Success. (laughs) We didn't die.
0: Um, I assume that success in submarine warfare in the 1800s was just measured if you sank and died or not.
1: Hmm.
0: So good job, Hunley. You didn't die. Uh, So Hunley was really excited. He finally succeeded at something and uh, he needed to test it more, develop more because there's still, I mean, it was a fucking garbage boiler. They needed they needed some work. That's still the best part of this whole thing. So he was going to ship it by rail to Charleston uh, to work on it more. Uh, but the Confederate government actually liked it so much, they fucking stole it from him. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, they decided the boat was so cool, they're going to take it from the guy who built the goddamn thing with his own money, which may just be the most Confederate that thing. Is, it's fucking awesome. I mean, who would have thought the guys fighting a war so they could keep black people as property would be pull such a dick move, you know? Um they just, requis- he's like, ah, I should have seen it coming. Yeah, they just, re- they just requisitioned the whole thing and didn't pay Hunley. But they did keep Hunley on board for like continuing to work it. Like, so we're going to take that and you're going to keep working on it. Cool. It's almost like if we just stole you and made you work for free because that's kind
1: of what we do. I bet you he's like using his fingers right now. He's like, okay. Uh, I need a flow chart. Okay. Yeah, sure. It's good. I'm good with that.
0: Yeah, who would have thought the Confederacy was really cool with unpaid labor? Uh, Now this is probably where people are going to pounce on me All right, Um, Because I I, One, we're talking about the Civil War Someone's going to hate me for it Two, we're talking about the nuances Of the concept of submarines During the Civil War Uh, And that's because Hunley's garbage sub Was not technically the first submarine The CSA had Um, There was one called the CSS David and it was actually commissioned Into the Confederate Navy unlike Hunley's boat uh, the day, the David even attempted a daring attack on a Union ironclad called the USS New Ironsides, mm, ballsy, yeah, uh, real creative name there, guys. Uh, yeah, the, also, David, yeah, I, maybe David versus Goliath because it's a small thing, small little boat attacking I mean, iron, you know, uh, ironclads. When, well, when you say that, it's an all right name. Yeah, uh, uh, but still, like the, the Union call it their ironclad, the New Ironsides. I guess USS Big Fucking Boat was taken. Uh, The David attack was a hilarious failure uh, because it did nothing to the iron sides and the explosion from her torpedo actually put the, so this boat was steam powered. So you had to have like um, uh, the sub, I mean, was steam powered, So you actually had like a fire lit inside of it to keep it going. Um, The explosion that that set off to try to sink the iron side did not sink the iron sides and then just put out her boiler fires and just left it bobbing in the water as (laughs) it got shot at. Uh, they eventually managed to uh, get the boilers relit and they ran away. The David survived to try taking several other Union ships, all of them failing, and then she disappeared around sometime in 1864. Uh, so why doesn't the David count as a submarine? Because it was semi-submersible like we talked about. It just kind of bobbed in the water. I mean, it, it it has such a low profile and who the fuck is looking for a submarine in the 1860s? I mean, it's nobody. True. They didn't yeah. exist. So like... it worked to the extent that nobody would be looking for this to be a threat. Uh, but I mean it didn't work. And the only thing it did succeed in is warning the Union sailors that submarines are a thing now and we need to look out for them.
1: Hey, we gotta look out for this type of shit.
0: Yeah, they're they're generally called torpedo boats now. Uh not because they had torpedoes in the traditional sense. There was these things called spur torpedoes, which is what the what Hunley sub would end up using, but it was an explosive attached to a stick that you would, like, spear into the side of the boat hole, and they called those torpedoes. That's awesome. So you effectively run explosives into somebody. Hmm. But, I mean, it worked in theory, and it did end up working later on. Um, anyway, back to Hundley's garbage boat. Uh, so because the Confederates are a bunch of fucking idiots, they actually gave the boat to the army and not the navy. What? Who knows? Uh, maybe because the army actually worked, kind of, and the Navy was just dysfunctional as and shit. the Navy was just there. Yeah. Uh, they had one admiral, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Uh, even though they stole the boat from him, they did allow Hunley to keep working on it and testing it. Uh, because he was the only person in the fucking Confederacy who knew how to work on the goddamn thing. So they didn't really have much of a choice. Uh, the submarine was so popular within the CSA, they had their pick of volunteers for the first official crew. Navy Lieutenant John Payne was the first official submarine captain in American history, and he was joined by seven volunteers from the CSA ship Palmetto State. So none of these dudes know how to work a fucking submarine. I doubt they volunteered. Um, I mean, Navy life, regardless of what country you served in the time, was pretty goddamn miserable. So I imagine anything off this wooden shithole was better. I mean, it ended up not being the case, but they probably thought it was going to be better. Um, so 10 days later, Lieutenant Payne also became the first submarine captain in American history to kill his crew on accident. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so um, on October 15th, 1863, we were out on their first training mission, preparing to do a test dive. Um, so this is the first actual dive Hunley's sub was going to do. Um, to do all this requires uh, probably uh, quite a bit of preparation. Mostly, it includes closing the hatches. Yeah. Uh, so, while they were floating around with their hatches open, that was when Lieutenant Payne reportedly accidentally kicked the lever that controlled the sub's diving plane. So, like, they, it was these two things on the side that just flooded, causing ballast to form, and then the sub would sink. Right. He'd hit that on accident. So, the sub dove underwater with all of its hatches still open and quickly filled with water. I figured you'd close that once you go. You would on assume your voyage. so. Well, I would assume so. But at the same time, like, there's no other way to navigate the goddamn thing. If, if, if he went under into the boat to see where the hell he was going, he obviously couldn't see shit. And, and uh, again, it was an accident. He did not mean to hit the, the, the little pedal that triggered everything. did uh, that hearsay? Mm, well, I mean, I would imagine it's most likely true because I doubt he hit it on purpose with the hatches open. Maybe he, didn't, maybe he was just like, all right, let's do this. Yeah. Excitement. <laughs> hatches are closed, right? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so Payne and two other crewmen were able to escape, but five died. Um, one of the guys who survived, a lieutenant Charles Hasker, has a leg trapped in one of the hatches. Because remember how I said the hatches are yeah. were, were terribly designed, like they didn't lock. So as water flooded them, the hatches slammed shut from the pressure. Oh, fuck. And uh, because Lieutenant Payne was like hanging out of the hatches, navigating, he was really easy. Just like, whoop! I'm out of here. Haskin or Hasker was not so lucky. So he was able to push the hatch open, which is pretty surprising uh, as the submarines sinking and all the pressure from the water is pressing down. it. Yeah. Um, but his leg got caught in it and he said the hatch was so heavy that quote, it pressed my calf in two, the calf of his leg, it ripped it in half as he tried to tear free and swim to the surface, but he did escape. Jesus. Now, if you were thinking that the CSA would finally give up on their submarine dreams, you'd be wrong. Uh, they found and raised the sub back to the surface. Uh, and then they went back into Charleston and found another crew. Like think the other crew just looked into the sub and saw like, the dead guys? It's oh, like Futurama oh. when they show up. Like, what happened to your old crew? Like, nothing. <laughs> or they just showed up, like, hey, uh, welcome to the uh, CSS death. Tub, help us throw these corpses out, please. <laughs> yeah. They're really stinking up the place. This wasn't the old crew. Like, the new crew shows up to tour the sub. Like Smells kind of corpsey in here, doesn't it, Jebediah? And there's, they st- <laughs> like, scratches on the yeah. wall from the fingernails or something. <laughs> and it didn't really seem to slow anybody down. Um, Did they get paid extra to do the submarine? I don't know. Nobody ever says. Maybe... I mean, remember this is the, the is in technically in command of the army, so maybe like, hey, if I volunteer to go float around this death tub for a little bit, I won't have to go be in a in a, in a Confederate army getting shot to shit. Good enough for me. Honestly, I like their chances on the line better at this point. Um, they so didn't know that. Regardless, how they found more people to crew this thing, they did pretty much immediately, like within a couple of weeks, crews full again. Mm. And as so, as soon as the crew was trained again, they went back on the sea. Uh This time, however, the CSA was desperate to get a new captain as Lieutenant Payne wanted nothing to do with that fucking boat again. Fucking smart on him. Yeah. Like, so, uh, Mr. Payne, we see you survived. You want to captain this motherfucker again? Like, no, I'm, I'm going to go back out in the line and fucking die now. Thank you very <laughs> much. Um... So he wanted nothing to do with it. And there was no one else. So even though Lieutenant Payne didn't exactly have a ton of training, he was the only other guy that knew kind of what a submarine was. Five whole minutes of voyage on that. Yeah. It's five more minutes than everybody else had. Uh, So they decided to say, fuck it. Let Huntley captain it himself. Do You think Huntley was like, oh, fuck no. (laughs) Like how sure of you are your invention? Like I just watched five people drown in this goddamn thing. But you know what? I can probably make this work better. Uh, this is despite the fact that Hundley was never trained in any way, shape, or form and was certainly not a naval officer. Uh, he had never commanded people before. Like, it was just him and his rich buddies who made a sub that one. Time. Yeah, his trash. Yeah. Uh, but that was good enough for the CSA and they put him in charge of a crew of another eight dudes who on the 18th of October, 1863, they went out for some more routine driving training. Uh, he was going to teach people how to pilot it. Now, Hundley wasn't actually being given... Permanent command. His job was like to go with a crew and be like, this is how you drive it. This is how you dive. Alright, I'm out. Of is it. he still doing it for free? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, he's, he didn't get a commission at any but Like, this isn't Lieutenant Hunley now. He's just like some asshole and I assume like some white three-piece plantation suit hanging out in a sub. I imagine he's just like, this may be trash to some people but it's my trash. It's a garbage can not a garbage cannot. <laughs> <laughs> he like he was only supposed to be there for a couple hours to teach another officer how to use it and he was never going to get in that fucking thing again uh however this time so the the boat got set out and again they're floating around at first to show them how to pilot it and uh, with the hatches open like last time but no, <laughs> please now, tell me they left it open <laughs> uh but the, now there is uh bad weather uh there's waves there's other ships going by that are kicking up wake um So water began to pour into the hall once again through the open hatches.
1: (laughs) What a bunch of assholes. (laughs) Uh,
0: This time, however, the water would come in so fast and the boat would sink so quickly that nobody would escape alive. Hunley was killed by his own invention. It's hard not to laugh, honestly. Uh, So if you were thinking that this time, however, uh, the second goddamn time the sub sank and this time killed its father the CSA would finally call it quits on this goddamn thing again you'd be wrong we we found Hunley's body yeah. still commanding it he's he's gonna help us yeah. still it's, now it's uh, skeleton Hunley's boat uh, it was raised once again they, cle- <laughs> they cleaned the corpses out of it a second time they and got they the f- new crew to clean out the old crew <laughs> and they found eight more dudes to get into the suicide sub so, Uh, However, this time there wouldn't be any wasting time with things like training or diving drills. Uh, The sub was outfitted with some pretty – so the sub was designed to have torpedoes, like not spar torpedoes or spur torpedoes, um, like a torpedo. Uh, But since, you know, things like a combustion engine or Mm. things like that, waterproof electronics, none of those things existed. um, The torpedo would actually be towed behind the boat by a rope. And then uh the, when the boat like lined up its target, it was kinda gonna be Tokyo drifted <laughs> into the right direction, and like the rope would swing the torpedo at the boat that it was trying to kill and it'd explode. It like the whole thing was invented by Wiley e. Coyote. Holy shit, that's awesome. Uh they built a torpedo flail. <laughs> uh So everybody, so this was Humley's plan. Like, this is how the Humley designed the sub. And now that Humley was dead, everybody looked at the plan like, that is really fucking stupid. We're not doing that.
1: I can only imagine the pitch. Like, this dude's on the chalkboard. Check this out.
0: Making, like, explosion noises (laughs) with his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what I
1: was thinking. And then he's going (laughs) to, and now the boats would be like, oh, no. (laughs) And then guess what? Ladies at the bar later on. And
0: then you're just going to be swimming in pussy later. (laughs) Yeah. And and like all the Confederacy's, like, throws the chalk in the air, (laughs) drops the chalk in the ground for effect. All all the Confederacy turns like, Mother of God, it's genius. How can we power it with slaves? He starts doing the fucking DX, like, (laughs) (laughs) suck it. Uh, I can imagine Chad doing this, this pitch. Yeah. uh, Horace Hunley, Chad as fuck. Uh, (laughs) Chad's submarine innovation drills. Uh, so every, once he was dead, everybody knew this wasn't going to work, and uh, they, had, they had no salesman anymore. So they outfitted it with the spur torpedo I said before. It's a it's an explosive on a stick, uh, significantly less innovative. That's not as exciting. Now the idea was that they would just ram into the side of the boat. The torpedo on a stick would stick, and it would like burn down the fuse, give the boat enough time to escape. Uh, They didn't totally understand how Explosions worked at the time like shockwaves, things like that but they knew they had to get Away from the goddamn thing so it was Going to give them a couple of minutes like because remember Hypothetically this whole thing is supposed to happen Without the ship noticing like that That they're being attacked Um, The stick Was about 20 feet long uh, So Not super long um, That's long for a stick I haven't seen a 20 foot long stick In a while I don't know about you, but I don't want to be 20 feet away from an explosion big enough to sink a boat. It's true. Um, So with their plan in place, uh, the ship was given to a guy named Lieutenant George Dixon, who was not a naval officer, but an army officer. And uh, Dixon was something of a minor Confederate hero already in the army. He enlisted as soon as the war broke uh, before working his way up as an enlisted man all the way to a lieutenant. And he was he fought at the Battle of Shiloh, where he was shot in the leg. Um, now, there's some there was there was something of an urban legend uh, about him uh, that everybody discounted as being fake until much later. And that was it would have that shot in the leg would have killed him, but it had a gold coin that he carried with him from his house um, It absorbed the full shot. I mean, you know how bad 50 millimeter or 50 caliber yeah. musket balls do to a leg probably would have killed him without the gold coin. But the coin left him, uh, even though the, the coin saved his life, uh, it left him with a pretty vicious limp, which precluded him from further frontline service. So they stuffed him in the suicide set. <sighs> um, but he carried the coin with him for the rest of his life. So the story goes, mm. uh, because it was considered uh, like a gift from God. It was so lucky it saved his life, everything like that. Um so on the night of February 17th, 1864, the sub, now christened the CSS Hunley, uh, because That's a terrible name for a sub, because the Confederates apparently hated the guy. Like, what was the I think there was a joke, I forget the stand up comedian. Like, if I was Jesus and I was to come back um, to earth, I'd be really pissed off seeing my like pictures of myself being crucified everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Like imagine Hunley like staring down from the afterlife. Like you named the thing that killed me after me. You fucking assholes. Um. Well, at least most churches I went to growing up. Yeah, Jesus had a six pack. Yeah, Jesus is ripped. Was it always Sunday in Philadelphia? He said he wanted to get ripped like yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, So uh, it snuck out into Charleston Harbor to look for a target. The water was calm and the moon lit up everything pretty perfectly. Uh, Things could not have been more ideal for the Hunley to succeed. Nice. Uh, That was when the sub lined up to attack the USS Housatonic. It was a 1240 ton sloop of war that was standing watch. As the Hunley got close, sailors aboard the Union ship noticed something weird and began shooting at it. Because remember, they know submarines exist now because the David ruined the surprise. And, uh, you know, there's no depth charges. They can't, like, lower the cannons to shoot the... F- so, they're just popping shots at it with rifles and muskets on board. Um, but they couldn't stop it. So, before they could stop the sub or disable it or whatever, uh, the Hunley stabbed it with its bomb stick. Um, so, remember I told you about that standoff distance before in the fuse? Mm, yeah. Didn't work. Everything exploded immediately. What the fuck?
1: You'll have a few minutes... <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Boom. It's like, the, the, as soon as like the, the, the timer was set, it just exploded. mean Uncon- just can't catch a break. On uh, un- contact.
1: Um, you should, probably should, if you want to succeed, you probably shouldn't attach his name. Yeah,
0: he's just a badge of failure, everybody goes. Yeah. Um, so this tore a massive hole in the hull of the Housatonic and it caused the sink, uh, the, the sloop to sink rapidly and killed five of its crew. The Hunley, for all of its faults, had become the first submarine ever to sink an enemy ship in combat. Did it survive? No, it did not. <laughs> uh, Dixon and the crew of the Hunley, however, did not have time to celebrate their victory because they were all dead. I imagine <laughs> once they were thrusting it. Beers on me, guys. <laughs> yeah. God wills it. <laughs> and- uh, now the reason the Hunley sank and why her crew died, or where the Hunley ended up, were a total mystery until very, very recently. Uh, the Hunley just kind of vanished and nobody ever found it. Uh, everyone assumed the sub was blown to pieces, uh, kind of like the Houstonic itself, because why wouldn't it? I mean, it set off a giant bomb twenty feet away from a fucking ship yeah. on, underwater. Uh, the CSA didn't even attempt to recover it that time. They're like, yeah, hey, whatever, sunk a boat. <sighs> Thanks, Dixon. When (laughs) yeah, That was until the ship was found in 1995, about 300 feet away from the boat that it sank, and the Hunley was finally raised to the surface in the year 2000. Instead of uh, finding it in tons of pieces or signs of explosive damage, like what everybody expected the thing to be blown to pieces, it was all in one piece and almost totally unharmed. Um, When salvaged, experts opened up the sub to find the crew still at their stations like nothing happened granted they all had rotted away yeah but um like there's no flash or anything like that it was skeletons still in place still wearing clothes everything um dixon's gold coin in his pocket they did find dixon's gold coin in his pocket which showed that it was not an urban legend that ended up being true that's actually kind of cool yeah because the the coin had a giant divot in it in the shape of a musket ball you think he probably just shot it at home yeah nope. like, <laughs> Fuck, someone's asked me to see the coin <laughs> yeah um uh, so there was no evidence of anybody in there being like blown apart or nobody tried to make a break for it. That's like the weirdest part is everybody's found in their seat or around the, the crank. Um, nobody was trying to escape out the hatches. No bodies were found outside the sub. Uh, everybody's like, whoa, what the fuck? This is like a Mary Celeste type situation here. Um, that was when Duke University got involved. Um, After studying the remains of the crew, they found that the the stick bomb that they jammed in the sand, the Housatonic, was so powerful that it sent a shockwave back into the Hunley and immediately ruptured the crew's lungs, brain, and blood vessels, killing them all instantly. So, like I said, they they understood how it explodes. Like, they knew how to make things explode. Yeah. But nobody understood, like damages that shockwaves did to people yeah like uh, it's one of the main killers of artillery isn't that artillery hits you directly is that it lands nearby and liquefies your insides yeah Um, and I I was near some pretty large mortars when they went off those things fucking hurt Um, and I can imagine it never exactly says how big this torpedo was but I mean big enough to bring down a full size warship it's gonna liquefy it. oh yeah Um, so in the end the Confederate submarine program killed significantly more Confederate soldiers than ever did Yankees.
1: I feel like they just still chalked it off as a victory, like, submarine one, yank zero.
0: Yeah, what about all the other dead Confederates? Uh, martyrs for the cause. What'd you say? Say it again. Nothing. I fucking right? dare you. All right. So, yeah, that's, that is the tale of the CSS Hunley. The first and only Confederate suicide bomber. I'm really glad I went into this blind. I'm so glad I came back from Japan to this. I'm so glad I came back from Japan to learn about Confederate suicide bombers. This was great. Oh man, uh yeah, it's it's good to. I mean, it, we've had a lot of good guests while you were gone, but you know, it's it's weird sitting in this room. Yeah, I have to catch myself. up on
1: all the episodes because <laughs> you couldn't listen to them ever since. Do shit in Japan. I was so fucking mad.
0: <laughs> oh, you missed out. Uh, so. Everybody who has donated to the show, thank you very much. Uh, there's a lot of bonus content coming your way. Uh, if you want to donate to the show, our show will always be free. But for about a buck, you can get access to all of our bonus episodes, of which we are on course to put out at least one a month for the foreseeable future, um, if not more, uh, if we find time. Um, also, the Lions Led by Donkey store is not only open, it is has tons of products in it now if you want to support the show by buying a stupid shirt like the Emujima shirt that it's fucking awesome sold like fucking 50 of them overnight the other day uh if you please buy one
1: yeah um if you like getting weird that's us that's
0: our brand yeah, yeah. historically weird uh so you can follow the show at lines underscore Buy. you can follow me at JCast 99 you can follow Nick at NickCastM1. Thank God, I almost forgot it. Yeah, it's, it's not like while. you ever used the goddamn thing. Not that, that, not that that's a flaw. Twitter's a horrible website. It's just that I for the whole month I was gone, can't remember shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I got. I, yeah. I was going to say something else I forgot, but thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next time. Later. Hi, this is
1: Nate Bethay, and I'm the producer of the Lions Led by Donkeys podcast. This show is brought to you by Audible. And as it just so happens, Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash donkeys and browse the selection of audio programs. Download his title for free and start listening. Once again, that's www.audibletrial.com forward slash donkeys to get started.